Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Has everybody calmed down yet? Everybody done hyperventilating? Uh, everybody done second-guessing everything? Well, I guess this is what we're about to do. But, uh, whoo, man. Uh, Browns take the loss today in Tinseltown to the Los Angeles Chargers. 47-42, an absolute Wild West shootout down at the $5 billion SoFi Stadium. Uh Boy, where do we start? Um, Who I don't know. Um, where do you start with that game? So much to talk about, so much to get into. Um, first, I want to say uh, Justin Herbert's the real deal. I mean, my goodness. I mean, we're gonna get into it. Um, Forty-seven points we gave up today. Not necessarily going to blame the defense for uh, the loss today because we were just absolutely decimated uh, with injuries today, but. Justin Herbert, I mean, my gosh, you know, getting to, getting towards that fourth quarter, it just, it just felt like whoever whoever was going to have the ball last was going to win. Um, just twists and turns, ebbs and flows, play calling, uh, bad call, questionable calls uh, from the referees. Um, like I said, guys on especially on the Brown side of things, guys on defense especially just going down it seemed like every play we were getting guys injured i you know that's something to definitely monitor as we move forward especially because we've got the undefeated Arizona Cardinals coming into town next week how many of these guys are we going to be able to get back for the for next week um i thought baker had a bounce back game um was he absolutely spectacular no did he do his job yes um i thought he was good nick chubb incredible I mean the guy you know a lot of people say Derrick Henry's the best running back in football I'll take 24 in brown and orange all day long uh, that guy is just unbelievable and it is going we're going to get to it but it's going to get it's going to get me to the reason why I think the Browns lost the football game um Kareem Hunt another great game uh you know the the receivers got uh in in the flow a little bit more, except Odell Beckham Jr. I'll talk about that. Uh, but also, <laughs> I am uh, by myself tonight. So uh, Steve was actually at SoFi Stadium. Uh, he is in L.A. at the game. And uh, with it being a late finish to the game, uh, Ryan wasn't able to make it, um, doing his uh, teaching duties and getting ready for the week. So just me this week. I'm Dan here. Uh, let's get into it. So, I thought the game started out pretty, you know, pretty normally. Um, these are two of the most analytically driven uh, teams in the league. And, you know, we'll get into it. You know, the, the, the Chargers went for it on fourth down later in the game from their own, like, 25-yard line. Absolutely absurd. I mean, it worked. And ultimately for them, 
they ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive. But wow, man, you know I, that was the. I, I think I think we had Herbert and that Charger offense corralled up until that point. It, it's almost like we got shell shocked that they actually did. You know, we we got the stop on third down. We're deep in their territory. Our defense is thinking, okay, great, we're off the field. They're gonna punt. They've got a punt, right? And they stay on the offense stays on the field. And I think our defense and and probably our coaching staff, our defensive coaching staff was was shell shocked. And not only that, they ran the ball on fourth down, and they were able to pick it up. Just insane. I mean, it was just a crazy, crazy, crazy sequence there that really changed the game. Because after that. We could not stop that offense once. Well, actually, we did, and then the refs completely bailed them out. Um, an unbelievable pass interference call. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I thought, like I said, I thought Baker played well. I mean, he couldn't have, he couldn't have played any worse than he did last week, and you know, we talked about it a lot. I thought he played very well. Uh, completion percentage of almost seventy percent. Threw for almost 300 yards, threw two touchdowns, uh, no interceptions. I thought he made good decisions. There wasn't like any throw where you're like, man, what are you doing? Like last week, he had about five, six, or seven of them where it's just like, what the heck just happened? Um, yeah, I, you know, it sucks because usually when you give up 47 points, you, you point to the defense and you're like, you know, that's why we lost the game. But so many injuries came into the game. Uh, obviously down Greg Newsom again. Um, and then about an hour and a half, hour, hour and a half before kickoff, we get the news that Jadevian Clowney's not playing. And that, I think, changed the defensive game plan a ton because, you know, the Chargers at that point were able to key on Miles Garrett even more. And Miles saw double teams. He saw chips, you know, very, very similar to the Texans game. He was able to get in on a couple plays, got a sack, uh, batted the ball down. Miles played a great game. Hopefully he's okay. It looks like he tweaked his knee near the end of the game, but he came back in. Um, so no, no, uh, nothing to go against Miles. I thought he played a great game. But the problem was is they were able to key on him because there wasn't that guy on the other side. You know, Tack McKinley is great in situational pass rushing, but he's Tack McKinley's not really going to get it done for you consistently on every down, um, like especially like Jadevian Clowney has been this year for us. So that was a huge, 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 huge loss for us. Um, Greedy Williams gutted it out. Uh, he got banged up early, and it seems like he got banged up throughout the game, uh, but he stayed in there, stuck with it. Hopefully he's okay. It looks like he took a little uh, shot to the shoulder there at the end um, with, with his with, and with his history of shoulder issues. That That's something we definitely need to monitor. Um, I did think our safety play today was god awful. Um, John Johnson, man, come on, bro. We're paying you eleven million dollars a year to be one of the best safeties in the NFL. Where are you at, man? Um, you know, Herbert had two bombs for touchdowns where it just looked like our safeties just got turned inside out. And you know, Grant Delpit, God bless him, he's still playing. This is what his third game. So yeah. He needs to not blow the coverage like he did a couple times. But John Johnson, man, uh, you got you got to be better than this. You have to. You just have to. You're the leader on the defense. You just have to be better than this. Uh, I thought Troy Hill had a rough game. Um, but, you know, Denzel goes out in the first quarter. That, that doesn't help. 
I think I think it's time we have to start having discussions about Denzel Ward because he's another guy along with Baker that you know we're looking at possibly extending his contract with a lot of lot of money and the guy just cannot stay healthy and a lot of it has to do with the size he's a smaller corner but he has missed time in every single season that he's played and he has a neck injury now so who knows where that goes is he going to miss more time I don't know but he didn't come back into the game um and he's gotten picked on a little bit uh this year so you know nothing egregious but you know a lot of times he's supposed to be our best corner and a lot of times when you're our best corner people don't target you but it just seems like people aren't really afraid of Den- of throwing at Denzel Ward which is which is a little bit interesting um I I I you know offensively like I said I thought we ran the ball obviously ran the ball spectacularly and this is going to get me to my sequence where I thought we lost the game. We're up 42-35. Chargers score a touchdown, make it 42-41. The Chargers then miss the extra point. 42-41, to it stays. Browns get the ball back with three minutes to go. Chargers do have all of their timeouts. So it's, you know, the way we were running the football... Yeah, I was saying if we get two or three first downs, we can pretty much salt this game away. And the way we were running the football, especially in the second half with Nick Chubb, I'm th- I'm feeling real good. I'm thinking, okay, we're coming in. Uh, you know, we're gonna give the ball to Nick Chubb a couple times. You're thinking on the first pl- first play, he might rip off seven, eight yards, and then you're in second and short situation. And then we get we come back from commercial, we get the we have the ball, we're in the huddle, we break the huddle. And I see that Kareem Hunt is the only running back in the game. This is nothing against Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem Hunt is incredible. Um, I think Kareem Hunt is a great running back. We have two of the top ten running backs in the NFL. Kareem Hunt, that's not the situation for Kareem Hunt, is to bleed clock by getting positive yards on every single carry. The fact that Nick Chubb, did not play a single down on a potential game-icing, clock-draining drive with three minutes to go is the reason we lost the football game. I understand the the, the fourth down uh, pass interference, which was absolute garbage. The defense did their job. They got the stop. We should have gotten the ball back. But even though all that happened, we still had an opportunity to drain the clock and take a knee but for some reason our head coach doesn't put our best player on offense on the field in the most critical situation of the game you have the ball you have an opportunity to end the game and you have arguably the best running back in the game of football in the NFL and he does not see the field that is completely inexcusable, can't happen. And Kevin Stefanski needs to answer for it because that, in my opinion, lost us the football game. Could we stop Justin Herbert and the Chargers offense at any point in the second half? No. But again, all of that happened, and then you have the ball with the lead, with an opportunity to end the game and not give them the football back, and you don't have your best player on offense on the field. It's inexcusable. Can't 
happen. Can't happen. And it's on Kevin Stefanski. It's on the head coach. Plain and simple. There's not one situation where you can blame the quarterback for today. I thought he did his job. He did it. He did enough to win the game. Defensively, we got crushed. We got annihilated. But there was a couple situations where I thought the refs' calls went against us. You know, obviously, I just talked about it. We had numerous, numerous, numerous injuries to uh, contend with. And at that point, you know, once you get down to your fourth, fifth, sixth corners, I mean, you, you know, there's a reason why those guys are fifth, sixth corners and predominantly just play on special teams. You know, you, you're not going to have six starting caliber corners. So the fact that it's just it's just bad luck, bad injury luck. And at the end of the game, it looked like Malik McDowell got hurt, and that's not good because he was a madman today again. And hopefully his injury is not serious because we cannot start having multiple injuries in the secondary and multiple injuries on the defensive line because at that point we're just going to look like a defensive last year, and that's not going to be able to sustain us. But back to Stefanski. Uh and then even if it's even if it's the okay fine you want Kareem Hunt more than serviceable even Kareem Hunt should be able to to run the ball my thing is your best player on offense is on the bench in the most critical time when you have the ball with an opportunity to win the football game can't happen and then the play calling what 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 are we doing what on earth are we doing you run on first down. I, I agree with that. You run on first down. You make the Chargers try to try to uh, you know you make the Chargers take their timeouts. Second down, we throw. To me, if you're gonna if 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 you're going into that drive and you're thinking, okay, I'm okay with putting the ball in the air, throw on first down, just come right out and do it on first down, and then you come back and you run. I don't understand after you rush, you run on first down, and then you throw on, on second down. I, and then third down, you run a draw. Now, some people I was I was seeing on social media, my brother Mike included, uh, maybe Baker checked to the draw because it was a really uh it was a really light box on defense for the Chargers. And I get that. Kareem Hunt got four or five yards there on third down. But to me, if you are running on third and ten, you have to go for it on fourth down. You had not stopped Justin Herbert all game, especially in the second half. You're decimated with injuries on defense. If you punt that football to the Chargers, you're losing the game. Plain and simple. So I would have gone for it on fourth down. Fourth and five, fourth and six. I think you have a better chance of picking up that first down on fourth on fourth and five, fourth and six than you do punting the ball to Justin Herbert and having our decimated defense try and keep them from scoring. And at that point, they only needed a field goal. And then we also need to have a conversation about our punter because our punter it, it's it's over. It's done. We we need to get new we need to get a new punter in here. 
Scottish Hammer, love you, love the gimmick, love the whole thing, the flowing hair, the blah, the drinking the beer, the hanging out in Tremont, you know, all that stuff. You're done, guy. You're done. Done. We need a new punter. This is not a one-week thing anymore. You can, you can, you can, you can honestly blame him for losing us a game in week one when he dropped a freaking snap on a punt. And if you're an NFL punter, you have to be able to punt the ball more than 40, 42 yards. You just have to, especially with the game on the line. That needed to be a booming punt. He hasn't done it all year. And the guy's nickname is Scottish Hammer. The, The whole thing about him when we got him was he had a hammer for a leg, and he was supposed to be able to boom the ball. I haven't seen him boom a punt in a year and a half. It's done. It's over. Get him out. And the Browns coaching staff knows this. They see the same things that we see. They see that they see it in greater detail because they watch coaches film every freaking day. What are they doing with Scott with, with Jamie Gill and Scottish Hammer back there continually? Get me a new punter. You 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 did it with the kicker. The kicker missed kicks. You replaced him with McMuffin, and McMuffin hasn't missed a kick. He's been perfect. Why can't you do that with the punter? He stinks. Stinks. So I'm, I'm, you know, I think it's fair to say Stefanski lost us that game. Uh, you had an opportunity to salt the game away. You would, you would rush the ball for 200 yards on this team up until that point. And your, your uh, lead back had 160 yards on the ground to that point, and you didn't even have him in the game. It's embarrassing. It just can't happen. You, you, you just can't do it. You absolutely can't do it. It's... So, you know, I don't know where we go from here um, with this game because – you know, last week, last week we had a Baker Mayfield performance from hell. We still found a way to win that game. Today, I thought Baker played very well. I, I don't think there again. I don't think there's one situation where you can look at and say, you know. Baker didn't do well enough here. I mean, some people are going to say, oh, the 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 two-minute drive at the end of the game uh, when we're down five, a minute and a half, no timeouts. <sighs> yeah, uh, you know, does Tom Brady win that game in that situation? Yeah, okay, maybe. But are we really going to denigrate the quarterback because we're comparing him to the greatest of all time? See, this is where I, this is where I don't understand the whole Baker debate. There's nobody who defends Baker Mayfield that says he's the best of all time. There's nobody that defends Baker Mayfield that says he's the best in the league currently. Now, you could say those are one and the same right now because Tom Brady is just doing Tom Brady things, and it's absolutely insane. Uh, but that's new here or there. Nobody is saying that he's those guys, and yet that is where the detractors go. It's like they say, oh, 
you know, they point out things that Baker doesn't do well, and they say things like, "Oh, Tom Brady won't do, wouldn't do that. Uh, Patrick Mahomes wouldn't do that." Uh, now, I guess you can elevate Justin Herbert to that because that guy, that kid, is insane. Um, or if Baker doesn't do something, they they go right to, "Oh, Tom Brady would have done that," or "Aaron Rodgers would have done that," or, you know, Patrick Mahomes would have done that. Is that the standard? Is the standard the greatest? quarterback or quarterbacks that are playing today and quite possibly well not quite possibly he is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time is that the standard for Baker Mayfield because if that's the standard you're never going to be happy nobody who defends Baker Mayfield has ever said that he's as good as Tom Brady nor do we expect him to be and yet every time every time something happens with Baker either good or bad. If he does something good, some say, oh, Tom Brady would do it better or Patrick Mahomes would do it better. Or if he doesn't do something like today, he didn't go 75 yards with no timeouts in a minute and 20. Uh, you know, They detract from him because they say Tom Brady would have done it or Aaron Rodgers would have done it or Mahomes would have done it. You're never going to be happy. Never. So I'm done. I'm done trying to convince people that Baker's not good or he's good or whatever. I'm going to stick with this quarterback because I thought today, and he's done this time after time after time after time after time, when he has one bad game and everybody wants to toss him in the river, he comes back and plays extremely well. Whether you want to admit it or not, Baker Mayfield played extremely well today. Extremely well. And if you can't admit that, if you're going to say, oh, oh, well, you know, this is the, uh, uh, how many times is uh, Baker going to lose a game to an elite quarterback in a shootout? If you're going to blame Baker Mayfield for putting up 42 points and losing, I can't help you. I just I, I just can't help you. And again, I'm not blaming the defense because we were decimated. It was it was just it, it was bad injury luck all around today and I thought you know the refs didn't help us and I don't think our head coach I, I thought our head, head coach got out coached today. Very similar type guys, very aggressive, going for it. Um, you know pedal to the metal type guys as head coach. I, I thought Brandon Staley out coached Kevin Stefanski today. And it's going to happen. Listen, just because Kevin Stefanski is young, he's, you know, ruggedly handsome, he's got a good beard, good chin, whatever, like he's well-spoken, like that doesn't mean the guy's never going to get out coached and he's never going to have to be at fault for a game. You know, last week if the Browns hadn't won the game, yes, 100% the reason why we would have lost would have been because of Baker Mayfield. He was awful. We still somehow won the game because our defense played lights out. Today, defense didn't play lights out. There was a lot of factors. We get into it with the injuries, um, you know, unfortunate penalties. But I just go back to that sequence at the end of the game when you have it first. When you have it first down, you have the ball with the lead, three minutes left, and you don't have your best player on offense on the field. Nick Chubb. That's the reason we lost the football game. 100%.
So we we uh, turn the page. Browns come home for three straight games, starting with uh, next Sunday, bringing bringing the undefeated Arizona Cardinals to town. And hand up, I was a hundred percent wrong with. Uh, on my prediction with the Cardinals, they are humming right now. And Kyler Murray's playing great football. Hand up on that because I didn't see that coming. But Browns Browns get a chance to uh, get back. I, I, I just hope that we get some of these guys back and they're not serious injuries uh, because that's going to be tough. Uh, if we if we are missing the, the, that, that many players on defense again, uh, that's going to be really tough to contend with with those guys. Um. So, we'll see what happens next week. Browns uh, could bounce back. Hopefully, hopefully Nick Chubb's on the field with the game on the line. Um. And yeah, you know, we'll see. I don't know. I, I it's hard for me to find any more words to describe uh, what happened. But uh, yeah, let's take a quick look uh, around the NFL before I. Go ahead and get out of here for the day. Uh, we start off with the morning game in London. Falcons over the Jets, 30, uh, 27 to 20. Um, I, I caught the end of that game. Weird sequence at the end. Like It, it was 27-17. Jets had the ball. They were driving. They were in field goal range, and Robert Sala just kept trying to go for the touchdown for a while until, I don't know if one of his coaches told him, like, hey, coach, let's kick the field goal. But at that point, there was like, 28 seconds left and they kicked the field goal and then, then you know they couldn't get the the onside kick so at that point it didn't matter but uh Packers 25 Bengals 22 in overtime what a crazy game this was this was we were watching this game uh before the Browns game and <laughs> neither team want neither team's kicker wanted to win the game uh both teams kickers kept missing field goals Mason Crosby missed I believe four field goals uh, or three field goals in the last three potential game-winning field goals in the final four minutes of regulation, uh, regulation and overtime, I believe. Crazy. And then you had uh, Cincinnati kicker Evan McPherson um, <laughs> celebrating after he thought he made a kick, but he actually missed it. Uh, he thought it went over the upright, but it actually went wide. That was hilarious. So the Packers move on to four and one. The Bengals drop to three and two, which is great because the Browns are at three and two as well. Uh, Ravens play tomorrow night on Monday Night Football. Uh, man, I feel sorry for Lion, the Lions and Lions fans. Um, how many times this year are they going to lose on a game-winning kick? They fall to zero and five today. They lost in Minnesota to the Vikings. Greg Joseph uh, gets a little bit of. Uh, uh, Redemption after he missed a field goal to win the game against the Bengals earlier this year, and he comes back and makes the kick to beat the Lions. The Steelers and the Broncos, Steelers get the win. They move to two and three. They kind of get right a little bit uh, after three straight losses, and uh, the sky uh, appearing to be falling on Pittsburgh. They get a win. Um, not sure what to think about that because I still think they're kind of dead on an island with Roethlisberger. Um, so we'll see what happens there. They come into Cleveland on Halloween uh, for a big matchup. 
Bucks over the Dolphins, 45 to 17. This one was a snoozer, uh, other than Tom Brady just continuing to defy uh, time and the space time continuum. I don't know how he does it, but he continues to do it. Uh, Saints, 33, the football team, 22. We had good Jameis today. Uh, good Jameis, bad Jameis. You never know what you're going to get on a weekly basis, but he was good today, and the Saints win. Eagles got a big, big win uh, at Carolina. Carolina started out the season 3-0. and They are now 3-2 and with two straight losses. The Eagles get a big win, at, and they improved to 2-3. and Uh as they move forward and uh, try and get back to 500. The <laughs> the Urban Meyer game this week, the Titans 37, Jags 19. Uh, the Jags are in disarray. Um, there are stories leaking out of that locker room now about how the team is just out on Urban, and how can you not be? I mean, the guy has been an absolute disaster. Um and uh, isn't isn't making things easier on himself. We'll just say that. Patriots come back and beat the Texans. Uh, I mean, the Patriots aren't great, but the Texans are just bad. Texans led from the majority of that game, but the Patriots came back and uh, get the win in the end. Bears get a big, huge win. Justin Fields uh, with a win. They They go into Vegas, and they beat the... Raiders 20 to 9. Fields throws his first touchdown pass in that game and the defense for the Bears dominates. Uh Dallas. Dallas is for real, folks. Dallas is for real. We all know how good Dak Prescott is, but uh their defense is legit. I can't believe I'm saying that. And today, you know, uh Daniel Jones went out early with the injury. Um thoughts to him. Looked like a Nasty head injury for him, concussion. Saquon Barkley also went out early in this game, so who knows if uh, who knows if maybe it would have been a little bit closer if they had their their two best players on offense. But uh, they get a big win. They put forty four up on the board. Dak looks fantastic. Um, he's got to be he's got to be the uh, the early front runner for MVP. I got. I mean, him and him and probably Kyler Murray. So I'm, I'm not sure, but Dak is playing unbelievable. Feels so good for him coming off the injury. Um, Cardinals, uh, aforementioned, uh, they continue their winning ways. They are five and zero. They win seventeen to ten at home against the 49ers. Trey Lance for the 49ers gets his first start. Um, wasn't great. Wasn't terrible. Didn't throw a touchdown. Threw a pick. But uh, he also rushed for 90 yards, so not sure what they're going to do moving forward with uh, him and Jimmy Garoppolo, but we'll see what happens. Um, and then tonight, big game in the AFC. Uh, you know, two of the top contenders in the AFC, the Bills and the Chiefs, are going to go at it at Arrowhead. Chiefs, two surprisingly, 2-2 two and two to start the season. Um, this is a big game for them because the Bills, after that ridiculous loss at home to the Steelers, ugh, so I hate the Bills. Uh, they have looked on looked unstoppable since. Uh, haven't really played anybody, but uh, they are hoping to get a big statement win going into Arrowhead. And then uh, tomorrow night we got the Colts Ravens. I'm going to be heavy rooting on the Colts just because uh, need them 
to knock off the Ravens so the Browns can stay tied for first place in the AFC North. Um, I don't really expect that, but you never know. So that is around the NFL. <coughs> so Browns lose today, 47-42 in L.A. at SoFi Stadium to the Chargers. <sighs> Lots of questions after this game. We're going to see how this team reacts. Adversity hit the team today. A lot of it has to do with injuries. Um, we're going to see how this defense reacts. Hopefully, we get some. Hopefully, like I said, these injuries aren't serious, and we get these guys back for this game next Sunday, and we can get back uh, on a win, uh, on. We can get back on the winning end of the uh, spectrum. So that is probably going to do it for uh, the L the Browns LOTL post game show. Um. I said it by myself today. So uh, normally for Steve and for Ryan, I'm Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Go Browns. <laughs>